0: Welcome to the Alicia Power Show. It's Alicia Power here. Very recently, a few weeks ago, I was very privileged to be interviewed by Christopher Vitecki, who is from SiriusJoy.com. He's an extraordinary astrologer, and he's been streaming his astrology program on YouTube since 2006. I was very impressed with that. This is the interview coming up. It's about an hour long nearly an hour and a half, and it goes very deep into my answers to very advanced questions about spirituality and the spirit world. Enjoy. This is something that is very important to me for why I teach people to speak dialogue two-way with spirit guides is because just like me, they start putting the hand in the hand and I teach them to make sure it's the right person that's arriving. Uh, But then you're off, you're off on a journey uh, with the spirit mentor who starts teaching you on the inside. The penny drops start happening faster on the inside, the learning curves, uh, you've got opportunities to stand in front of being like that and ask questions, important questions about your life about circumstances in your life about people in your life about yourself and have two-way answers you know nothing Mm -hmm. vague i can't i'm impatient with vagueness (laughs) Mm -hmm. vague signs to me are not enough (laughs) i actually want to know how a quantum particle works
1: the best astrology guidance you can enjoy an entire month of personalized astrology services for just 3.99 at serious joy we pride ourselves on providing astrology enthusiasts with exactly what they're looking for daily personalized inspiration that speaks directly to the heart sign up today and you'll receive personalized messages straight to your phone seven days a week it's serious joy
0: joy joy
1: Hello and welcome to Astro Mingle, the spiritual podcast that mingles with the talented light workers and innovative influencers of our time. One of the topics I'm personally most fascinated by is our ability as humans to connect to the other world, our spirit guides, and to receive help from above. And tonight's guest is a master of that ability. Alicia Powers is a teacher, a healer, and a master intuitive. For over a decade, Alicia has been initiated to hold extreme high frequency spirit light and brings that light to clients with what she terms high light infusions and advanced spiritual technology to activate change and in order to heal wounds. She's authored 20 transformational online courses. She's been a regular guest on Conscious Telesummits and hosts a free YouTube channel with over 1.5 million views. Please join me in sending waves of love and gratitude to welcome our guest,
0: Step Zero Aries, Alicia Powers. Hi. Hello, hi everybody. I'm just incredibly excited to be here with you, Christopher. And you know, just huge, 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 kind of admiration for what you do 2006 that blew my mind when you said that (laughs) oh thank
1: you I appreciate it It's, it's really nice to make your acquaintance and I'll just tell you right now uh you were recommended by many of our viewers I put out the call and said who do you want to see me interview and forgive me I had not seen your work until then uh you're very modest I must say even though incredibly powerful and I love the work you are doing um you seem to be plugged in like with a with a power cord straight to God. Um, Were you were you always this way? I mean, what was it like growing up as a child? Were you psychic aware as
0: a child? Did your family support that if so? So interesting, really interesting kind of story just really quickly. Both my parents were Polish. um, And I think a little bit like you. And um, they came out, uh, they were in the Second World War. My dad was an officer in the army. Um, was in a prisoner of war camp for five years and a German prisoner of war camp and my mum was on the border of Russia her family and got deported just like they're doing now uh, into Russia into Siberia um, when she was 14 with a whole lot of brothers and sisters little brothers and sisters with their dad Uh, two years tough in there you know sub minus 50 degrees uh, terrible and by a miracle they all got out and um, they all uh, found their way to New Zealand because these little kids were just farmed out all over the world afterwards. Uh, and sorry, um, they actually met and married in London. Just, just really quickly, <laughs> trying to get this story. But there's a huge sort of reason I'm telling the story, and that is that they walked out of a situation where they watched um, God, Spirit, angels, saints—you know—in that Christian tradition save them many times. As Dad, mm-hmm. my father was as an officer or as a um soldier he was in an empty field and a measuresmith was coming at him um you know spitting out bullets and he thought well this is it and he curled up and uh nothing happened and he just knew he went okay i'm alive for a reason anyway they they emigrated to new zealand and had a huge family and i was one of those that family and um but i kind of grew up in this womb or or the sphere or this energetic kind of envelope of you know the spirit world saves you the spirit world's real it's because because they had so many circumstances where things should not have happened they should not have been alive and um anyway lots of like strong faith not because somebody just told them to but because they watched it happen that many times and so i kind of grew up with a mum and dad especially my mother who just chatted to her saints and um yeah And kind of knew that miracles happened when she asked for them so so this and i i will look i've passed away the two of them and um and i talked to them on the other side but um so i'm wondering yeah yes oh my gosh uh and i was just going to say that um around about the age of 16 17 i kind of i was in my last years of secondary school and um and then went to university and i just could feel myself peeling away there was this strange moment in my kind of last week of secondary school it was a christian uh, catholic secondary school and um sort of the older oldest girls were having a bit of a holiday somewhere in some kind of a holiday house <clears throat> and we were having this uh, ceremony you know the um the mass ceremony and um the priest looked at me and laughed and i i think i was so pious and he he cracked up and in the middle of this something broke in me and i realized and we all sort of ran out onto the beach or something later and i could feel god everywhere and this kind of mental reset happened like oh my god god's everywhere not in a church it's not there's no sort of framework for god it's just everywhere this who, who knows he didn't never knew what he did that this priest <laughs> he kind of snapped me out of some kind of a. Uh, framework, an old framework, uh, but went went to university um, and started to follow an Indian spiritual guru to learn how to meditate. Coming wow. out of a big family, it was really noisy, and um, and I wanted mental stillness. I wanted to. I was so hungry to dive inside into deep deep mental stillness. Now, this Indian spiritual guru was so powerful, so plugged into so much an avatar of just merged with god source and the real deal there are many in india that are the the real deal there are a lot of them that aren't and there's there's some that really really are yeah yeah, this guy had like 5000 year um lineage you know and and so learning the meditation techniques wasn't just meditation techniques it was actually getting initiated into uh, a stream of this lineage of consciousness and so 16 years following this this particular indian spiritual master and um meditating an hour in the morning hour at night Um, excuse me and uh, when i was really early on in those 16 years i was invited to join a group of people who wanted to dedicate their lives to god and it was we sort of stepped into ashram mode and for six years celibate this is like when i was 21 through to about 26 right and just in service meditation just full focus a bit like a nun you know in a convent and um and then we were invited to let go of that framework because it wasn't suiting the western mentality and um, but i took with me this internal kind of compass of Committing and dedicating my entire life to God. Um, and so, but here I was following an Indian spiritual master, doing deep spirit um, spiritual practice, meditation, such a bedrock of that mental stillness, right? And um <clears throat> and then uh, in my early 30s, 31, 32, um, I could feel the universe just coming and tapping me on the shoulder, and I got I left that whole system and um universe was really asking me to open up my psychic awareness mm. for the reason and this is the big this is the sort of really big story here the reason was and the feeling I had when I was w- wanting to open up my psychic awareness was I wanted to get to know my own soul I wanted mm. to know its past lives I wanted to know its skills its talents I wanted to know who I've been I wanted to to know the scope of my soul. And that was a deep hunger in me that that kind of logical mind, knowing the stories, um, meeting my soul. Um, So opening up my psychic awareness was for a very important reason was to meet a spirit mentor. A mentor who could talk back to me, who could see all of my past lives, who could see all of me and start to walk with me and mentor me on the inside. Um, and that was my entire reason for opening up my psychic awareness and I just sat up in bed and read a book read an exercise closed my eyes and did it and immediately this presence this energy came and I was testing it and I sort of didn't believe it to start with and then I realized oh my god okay maybe it is (laughs) maybe it is maybe it's real and I was um, a journalist at the time and I was very curious like coming from this huge sense of curiosity. And as I was starting to open up those very first moments of you know, who are you and actually asking them as though it's a person, you know, where are you from and what's your name? and um, <clears throat> and um, I realized this really, really key thing, which was that uh, this was a master trainer, a master teacher. Who was trying to teach me something and tell me like a universe course level of information with one word <laughs> because to start with i was like this shut down concrete um person right i kind of hadn't been opening up to the worlds of spirit that hadn't been my path and this is what's really interesting for everybody listening because a lot of people are in meditation practice you know doing your yoga practice doing your meditation practice but that peace Of opening your conscious logical mind up to having two-way conversations with a spirit guide is a whole nother piece. (laughs) And and for me, that was, I was incredibly, um, I think intuitively I just was super passionate about that. Because as a journo, I was information driven. And if I could open up that concrete, if I could melt the concrete wall, which I did, I practiced like every single day, I just stopped pushed my attention to that spot, called on that being and asked a question and to, and to see what would happen. And over that week, and over the next week, and over the next week, that one word that would come back <clears throat> turned into three words, and then turned into a whole sentence. Uh, and, you know, and then pretty quickly, just like getting on a bike, everyone, and I'm just kind of telling you the steps, actually. Yeah, sounds like it. Sounds on, like it. <laughs> yeah. And like getting on a bike, you start realizing what's going on here and what's going on is as they send you the information back uh, they're actually sending you the words to your logical mind but they're also sending a huge energetic transmission underneath that towards you and just really quickly i'm a teacher of this i've been teaching this for 30 years right (laughs) so i'm just going to start teaching this so do we are all in an, an auric field we're all an electromagnetic field <clears throat> so every one of us is just this force field a uh, morphogenic field and so is the spirit guide two beautiful light fields and so when the spirit guide wants to send you information because you've triggered it by asking them uh, they will be sending it as energy straight into the energy field and your energy field is 90 percent of who you are Because your logic is really only 10% what we pick up with our logical mind and what our attention is registering. Uh, And a lot of the subliminal uh, instant impression, information transmissions are happening slightly below logic. And so I'm always teaching everyone to get really smart in that moment when they're sending a question to a spirit guide to get really smart about that 90% of that energetic transmission that's coming towards you. straight into your, what I call, knowing. So in those very first weeks, um, I started to realize, like jumping on a bike, I was like, oh, okay, I got this. This is not just thought transference. This is actually kind of knowing transference, like below my thoughts. So that's how I started. And that was 30 years ago. And I'd already been running workshops and teaching for like 16 years, right, from stages. Delivering satsang, what's called in Sanskrit, um, delivering, um, oh, goodness, almost pretty much channeled s- speeches from the stage for 16 years. And so, as soon as I opened up my, my psychic awareness with my spirit guides, I went, okay, I'm going to start teaching this, right? Because I was in that mode. So, I started teaching it. And because I could, I felt, and I'm sure you'd appreciate this, Christopher, like I could feel the steps of what I was doing and I could just pass that on it's like, I guess that's what a journo does they just pass things on <laughs> you say generator journo ju-
1: journalist oh journalist yes well yeah I'm, I'm it's like you're like an Oprah Winfrey to spirit guides or something you're sitting there you've got them on your couch and you have the courage to say I like what you say when you say there's a there's a knowing I mean it's very difficult I mean you're much better at it, to to describe being psychic and being intuitive but the strongest thing I really resonate with you is that you just know, and it, it's real. So about being aware, psychically aware, it's more about staying. To me, it seems like it's about standing on the side of you that knows more than it is about accepting the message. There, I really love this converse, it, it... conversation with, is this real? You were saying that there was this moment where there's, so what was that like that first moment of, is it's real? What sort of back and forth did you go through <laughs> yes. when you discovered gold?
0: I discovered gold oh my gosh my life you know i've just they just accelerated me and pushed me and pushed me forward into spiritual leadership just letting everybody know that's what that's kind of what, what starts to happen uh so in that moment is this real um i guess i'm kind of like this jivey sort of person right and and i'm and i'm kind of like okay i'm sitting here i'm reading these exercises i can. I just wanna quickly say this one quick quick thing, uh, which is that if you've trained your mind for mental stillness, if you've done tons of meditation, if you've done years of quietly sitting and going into meditation, if you've done yoga for many, many years, uh, you're used to the state of mental stillness. Um, Buddhists talk about this, that uh, a lot of the monks um, who just focus on meditation practice start getting psychic. Uh, And they don't focus on it, it's not their dharma, you know, they're not making it their thing in their life, but it starts to happen, they start um, hearing, if they're in in a nature place, they start hearing the whispers from nature, they start knowing, quote unquote, what something's transferring, transmitting it to them in that kind of psychic language of knowing. Um, Instant knowings. Uh, So mental stillness it's a thing so it's very much if people have got that question in their minds of oh i can't hear anything there's a whole lot of sort of almost state changes that you can trigger and switch make sure that you switch on to help you like oil and water come closer and closer to a sense of connection with a spirit guide so quite specific switches things that open your heart things that silence your mind um practices spiritual practices it's it's almost like it's the welcome mat into the world of noticing what's going on at those that whispering level in that subtle level of those instant knowings and those instant bits of information flying around in the psychic worlds so Mm -hmm. um yeah christopher I, i really love what you just said just then that you know you feel like you you want to You intuitively and instinctively step into the part of you that knows, you know, and just let it, let it be that. Allow it.
1: It sounds like what you're,
0: what you're suggesting is that
1: it's not that meditation connects us to the other side. It's that it quiets this side that might be in the way. It sounds like sort of like when the TV goes off, when I was a kid, the TV goes off and the house is quiet because maybe the power went out or something. You suddenly notice sounds you never heard before because the TV's off. So it's about shutting off that
0: noise. Oh, my God, that is such a great analogy for me, I have to tell you. I live in a place full of nature and we watch television at night, uh, my husband and I. And sometimes if that television isn't on, you just feel the peace (laughs) surrounding you. It's the great, great analogy. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So um, this beautiful uh, nugget of information for everybody who wants to connect with their spirit guides switches like preparing yourself for the moment of connecting with your spirit guide and one of them is put on beautiful music i always talk about stephen halpern type music which is like really mm. zone music and it just pushes you into a meditation state really just by listening to the music and it entrains you right and it trains that chatter that tv screen that's just talking all the time but but the key thing about putting music on this is for people who are wanting to start talking to their spirit guides and wanting to make sure everything is at its maximum potential for you to hear your spirit guide. So put on some beautiful music, one to, to quieten your mind, but also to open your heart because mm. the spirit world, as you know, Christopher, I've been listening to you and I just think you're such a sensei. <laughs> well,
1: thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I have to you. say, I'm going guy, This guy is just, um such a high soul you're such a high soul and you know so much i have to quietly say that here on air anyway um but thank you yes so preparing your state your mental state you're opening your heart the oil and water just bringing the resonant states to um together heart feeling love whatever it is pat a puppy <laughs> look at something on television where it's love and your heart opens I'm not sure. Meditate. Uh, so, I, I mean, I don't. I'm not sure about that t- TV thing. <laughs> but sit and meditate. Open your heart. Um, when we meditate, the spirit world comes closer because we're quietening. We're quietening our electromagnetic field. Our chakras are opening up. Our third eye chakra opens up. Our heart chakra opens up, and it's softer. We become softer, and those spirit guides come closer. It's an ex- excellent time. All of you uh, watching this probably know this already, but it's that's a great time. We're talking about an interface. It's like a membrane, it's like a plasma. And we're talking about how to work with that membrane, how to work with that interface, how to bring our consciousness um, and open the dial, turn up the volume of your awareness. My spirit teams talk about this word noticing. So that your awareness is noticing their transmission to you.
1: It's very so, subtle.
0: Yeah, and you get used to it, like jumping on a bike. Just, just wanting to say, and you, you start, and, and that's why my story is important because everybody listening and watching this, if I can do it, you can do it. And here I am, thirty years later, right? And it's, they're just, we're just good mates in my head. You also mentioned
1: in your videos that intuition is a feeling exercise, um, and many of my clients have a hard time interpreting their feelings. Uh, what sort of structure do you use
0: to interpret your feelings? So, not so much interpret your feelings, but to okay. feel your feelings, to notice them. And one of the first things is to take a deep breath, take two or three deep breaths, because when you take a deep breath, you soften uh, the your mind calms down Mm. spirit can step into or come closer to you when you take a few deep breaths because it's called you know aspiration for a reason you know uh Mm. breathing brings you closer to the spirit world it's just behind your breath everybody just behind your breath is god force pushing your breath is the chi energy pushing your breath Mm. so it's so tied in with your breath. So when you take a few deep breaths um, and allow yourself to just drop down from your mental state down into your heart, and you can visualize that by dropping down an elevator down into your chest, like a little person, pretend. You're a little person and you've dropped down into your heart, and it's a discipline. Okay, so there's, it's like you're deliberately stopping all thought. It's a little Mm -hmm. bit tricky, isn't it? Um, And and then becoming present with yourself. And funnily enough, when you do that, you might feel a little bit of sadness Mm. floating up to the surface. Let it come up because once that has come up, once some kind of emotion comes up and it might come up through your throat and right up, uh, once some emotion comes up, you're much more still afterwards. Your mind is more still. I just want to say really interesting if anybody's done therapy or worked with emotions, you know that once you've become present to your emotions uh, and to your feelings and put your attention on them and they come up to your attention and release out, because once your attention's on them, they actually kind of just flow out. there's a quiet afterwards it's like doing yoga or aerobic exercise you feel quiet afterwards Mm -hmm. because you've expelled you've expelled energy you've expelled um it's one of the, the huge tips to happiness i'm going to be um sharing a little bit later on i think uh is physical exercise aerobic exercise or or fast walk you're actually pushing because i look um my spirit guides showed me energy healing and started to teach me energy healing way back 30 years ago
1: mm. and
0: i would have clients on these healing tables and my spirit mentors and huge teams of these spirit technicians would be coming in and cutting and splicing light waves in people's auric fields in order for that person to feel lighter afterwards or mm. to realize themselves as a soul afterwards. To lift their whole perspective afterwards, that's their reasoning and the reason they would be coming in and working on someone. Um, where was I going with this? I've got to remember. Um, yeah, I'm just just letting you guys know that I've been looking into auric fields for a very, very long time. What was I talking about, Christopher? Just remind me. Well, we were we. I mean, we are in
1: the cosmos with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. Um, we started off talking about just the the, the the sensation of a feeling, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was the beginning yeah. of the conversation, and you were yeah. and you went down um where you described how you want to get to the feeling of peace, and that breath work was important to that, and you uh, drew an analogy that um, exercise or yoga brings you to that state of peace um, or Sunday. that state of calm afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then you were starting <laughs> talking about your your orc, uh, your ability to heal, um, yeah. and I understand that too. I do the same thing, by the way, what you just did, <laughs> all the time when I'm off, because you're channeling, and you if you focus on the channel, like away from the channel for one second, yeah. Um, <laughs> do your guides have literal names that you that mm. you call them, or personalities, or there's a recognitional feeling of like,
0: oh, there he is, or there she is, or yeah, is, it, is that that kind of rapport? Yeah, both. Um, because I'm this tech tech kind of a person right in in terms of how to talk to your spirit guides and how to work with them and um, i've got a course on how to partner with your spirit guide for soul evolution like really in depth for all from like all channeled letting them telling us right how they can work with us i mean it's pretty amazing uh so um both so when i introduce somebody into how to speak Uh, talk to their spirit guides and how to hear their spirit guides for me it's a bit unusual from a lot of people i know who do this kind of work who teach this kind of work but it's really important for me um, to know the name of my spirit guide and one of the reasons is yeah one of the reasons is that they are morphogenic fields out in the quantum soup and actually their name is a sound code it's the phone number way out in that super matrix of that quantum soup when you use that particular sound code of their name sometimes it's john fred sometimes it's a, a bunch of um you know well it's it's a kind of a name that you're not used to uh you never know what kind of a name it might be it doesn't matter because they'll choose something that's close to the kind of sound code <laughs> and i'm kind mm. of giving like a hitting a gong wing because that's really the truth uh, of how they relate to names it's like a sound going through the universe or it's a like a light ray or a color ray a ray of color or something it's like a sound so that's them and so your their name refers to that and so when mm. you use their name to call on them you're getting the right guy you're getting the right person the right woman whatever it is um, because it's a jungle out there everybody <laughs> i've been trained like for 30 years they sticking my they were sticking my nose into the worlds of spirit and showing me around and up and down and all over the place um and so i've i've had extensive training in just about every corner and um from them directly and yeah so if, in my book, the name is really important because you're getting the right person. You, you're sort of reconnecting to someone that you might have had a beautiful uh, initial process to connect to, got their name, and then afterwards you can use their names to make sure it's that right person. Uh, but on the other hand, too, there are, I, I work with many different teams personally. Many my uh, question. Yeah, yeah, many many spirit teams. Very very high. um Something I'm. I'm now known for but i've worked with for 30 years they introduced themselves to me 30 years ago uh, creator level beings um, these are beings who operate from beyond this universe beyond this spirit universe they oversee universes um, high in authority and high in the um, authority levels in the worlds of spirit so and Uh, the value of that is speed speed of shifting soul wounds speed of um, upgrading somebody's consciousness and their self-awareness and their self-perception and their self-love and so many things Um, so the speed so that's the value of that but um, so i work with many different types so really really high intermediary and more closer to the physical uh, with with physical body kind of um, spirit beings and technicians and of course when i'm working on an auric field um, various different technician teams show up and quite an array and most of them have got a name or a sound code but some are more of uh, a resonance not many Um, it's not that often that you have that you sort of lean on just a resonance usually they will um, bend over backwards and ensure that they give you a name because from their point of view from what i've learned for 30 years is it's important uh, they know how important it is that you ask for the right spirit guide. I can talk for hours about this. Yeah, <laughs> I love about, it. Feel free to
1: interrupt. Oh no, I'm gonna. Well, no, I'd like to. There's nothing boring at all. Like there's not, there's not one moment is <laughs> not interesting. How do you have any idea of how they see you? Is this something that you and heaven agreed to parachute down and be this ground agent, or did they just notice? Wow, this lovely woman in Australia is actually listening to us. Or do you have any idea of what the soul contract was with your guides mm,
0: definitely a soul contract yeah Okay. Um, soul this this particular soul has been trained to hold um create a level light from other many other incarnations and mother other, other uh, soul existences way beyond human incarnations so yeah definitely trained hit the ground running like um at 16 wanting to meditate you know <laughs> it sounds um, like
1: it when you describe your early 20s which i believe are all reincarnation um catch up the fact that you were basically the an ashram by 30 you know like you know, by 20 me, by 21. oh my goodness that tells me that this is many lifetimes in the making and you said this soul was created for could you
0: elaborate on that this soul was created i think um, you said
1: this lifetime or this trained. soul. oh trade okay trained. Got
0: you. yeah it was trained yeah
1: got you yeah. um now, you also bring up a term called quantum blueprint. I've been watching all your, I've been geeking out on all your videos on your YouTube channel. Don't, <laughs> I'm not stalking you. Don't worry. Um, just, just I'm worry. happy.
0: <laughs> what is a quantum blueprint? Yeah. Okay. So, um, as soon as you close your eyes, call on, um, by the way, I just want to quickly say, make sure that I remember this is the question. <laughs> um, one of the things that I do a lot of, and those 20 courses are a collection, a catalogue of this recorded, these recorded spirit journeys. So, um, <clears throat> and we do this still live. We've got um, powerful monthly live events that we get taken up into the worlds of spirit, and what they do is incredible with us. But mm-hmm. um, I'm really, really into taking people up into the worlds of spirit groups. Where they stand in front of their spirit mentors uh, and um have moments with their spirit mentors dialogue two-way with them ask them for help with shifting their life ask them for help with recognition of themselves as a soul you can imagine right what happens if they're standing in front of an advanced high authority spirit mentor who's traveled a long way down to be with them so many 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 of these spirit journeys are recorded and that's what all my uh courses are all of them kind of on an angle on a specific training teaching angle um, <clears throat> so when you are in the worlds of spirit when we've been taken up into the worlds of spirit um, we're very aware that surrounding us is a massive quantum ocean of quantum energy and especially if one is doing energy work um where when we're in the world spirit and we're partnering with spirit technicians Um, Our role in that moment is to kind of get out of the way, not really because we're the door for them to come through into this physical dimension, to see what I'm seeing, to perceive what I'm perceiving. Um, My perception is like a periscope for them. So I'm really playing a role in that partnership with them. Um, But to work with the plasma, the fabric of the quantum world, uh is what we do Uh, we work with the quantum world in our personal quantum field but also we become very aware that there are so many different kinds of spirit teams floating around in that quantum world many of them with, with an agenda many of them with a role to play that are overseeing and supporting humanity or mother earth's beautiful electromagnetic field um everyone's on a mission these teams are all on a mission um keeping away some of the naughty shadow teams that are around floating around as well. Um, So as I say, it's a jungle out there. And so as a very experienced floater in the quantum, um, you know, it's important to stay close to your spirit mentors and the beings that are working with you in that moment, follow them, um, watch what they're trying to get you to have a look at, because once you start playing with them and working with them, they will start showing you around and they'll mm. start showing you what you can handle like a tease. It's like, you know, piece by piece, they'll start revealing more and more and more. This is, this is something that is very important to me for why I teach people to speak dialogue two way with spirit guides is because just like me, they start putting the hand in the hand and I teach them to make sure it's the right, person that's arriving uh, but then you're off you're off on a journey uh, with the spirit mentor who starts um, teaching you on the inside the penny drops start happening faster on the inside um, the learning curves uh, you've got opportunities to stand in front of being like that and ask questions important questions about your life about circumstances in your life about people in your life about yourself and have two-way answers you know Nothing mm. vague. I can't, I'm impatient with vagueness. <laughs> mm-hmm. Vague signs to me are not enough. <laughs> I actually want to know how a quantum particle works. I want to know how an atom works. If I ask a spirit mentor, how does an atom work? Do you know what they're going to do? They're going to, in my closed eye state, they're going to gently help me move into the center of all the oscillations and feel them so that i grok and understand instantly how it's all working so wow. that's the kind of university yeah that one can start working with when one takes on a mentor or you start working closely with a spirit guide. that's the value and that's why i said you know that moment you know are you real is this real oh my goodness um yeah that was the beginning of a powerful inner inner journey of training of learning very high gradient learning curves of cleaning up my auric field of cleaning my soul history cleaning up the soul wounds from my soul history so that the scaffolding of my light body is clean so it's sturdy and it's um secure so um old past lives um rips and tears and gateways where shadow might be lurking are closed down and um healed and that's very much 50 percent as as much as information learning and the grokking and the walking you into experiences on the inside but also cleaning up the pots and pans the clattering pots and pans of the soul you know of the um that old trajectory of the soul that huge um poignant journey of the soul uh where the souls just traveled through lifetime after lifetime after lifetime christopher as an astrologer you must see that in charts all the past lives
1: oh yes actually and um and there's a coding to what has to be I want to go to the cleaning up part because I kind of feel I don't know if you caught the beginning of my broadcast but I kind of feel like um well what, what I what the planets say is that we've been basically on assignment to clean until about this year it's been all cleaning in particular since 2012 at least the planets have been uh pushing us energetically in that direction and and what? How do you define cleaning when you say that? I mean, mm. in in literal sense, is it that emotion comes up when I think about my father? Is it uh, I'm still feeling angry about my childhood? It, it, are they um, are there feelings? Is that how you interpret the uh,
0: the dirty dishes? <laughs> yeah. Let me just see how to answer that. It's a beautiful, such a beautiful question. Thank you so much. Every soul is so unique. Every soul has just walked through so many experiences. Um, Just really quickly, uh, it's very important to know that um, some of us have decided before all human lifetimes, this is getting advanced, um, before all human lifetimes, there was an 80% trajectory and journey of the soul before starting human lifetimes. And in that 80%, uh, we were choosing all kinds of challenges and experiences and learnings, learning curves. We had mentors above us who were allowing those learning curves and watching us go through them. And they were there afterwards to debrief and sometimes to step in when we got into trouble. Uh, But I just want to say that what we were all doing was experimenting with a resonance, was experimenting with light and dark um, and, you know, tasting it, and some of us, because at this time, I know it's really important. Christopher, you talk about this a lot. At this time, right? What's what's happening at this time uh, on mm-hmm. planet Earth? We're on stage right now, uh, so in order for us to arrive at this time and incarnate at this time, um, with a backload of knowledge and skill sets about shadow so that you can see it coming a mile away and know what it actually is and be ready to work with it correctly quote unquote so that you don't get sucked in and tricked because it mimics light so that you don't get tricked so that so that so that so that in order for that to happen some souls many souls decided To travel down into darkness into shadow and become part of the teens and the tribes down there in in shadow learnt rubbed their noses in it download a lot a lot of it into their auric fields and then came back up for air and got lifted back up into the light in order to be on stage now in warrior mode knowing what shadow is not being afraid of intensity now just in contrast Mm. there are many souls who decided not to do that not to wound themselves that badly uh and stay much higher up in those higher regions of light not travel down and get wounded down in the shadow with the shadow teams those kind of souls that have incarnated uh at this time today are a different kind of soul they're not interested in intensity they don't like it they like music babies flowers love soft uh and they hold a resonance so they're doing a job they are very deliberately their souls our souls do a job that quite often we don't know it's doing so Mm. those kind of souls are just holding love but the warrior souls that have walked into getting ripped apart and downloading shadow into the auric field have stepped onto stage right now ready to stand up be in leadership face shadow walk straight into it knowing what it is um, comfortable with intensity often you know the they end up, often they understand the rigged money systems and the business people and it's the cut and thrust of the jungle and they're very comfortable with that um uh, and but often these people who are standing up in leadership in their strength in their huge skill set around intensity, they are wounded. They do have clattering pots and pans. They do have a huge soul trajectory and um, an ancient soul history where that uh, shadow still is sitting as a software. I haven't mentioned this yet before, but because I am um, feeling into the resonance spaces, into the quantum worlds a lot every day, Uh, Over those 30 years, I've come to understand and watching the technicians and how they work, I've come to understand that light and shadow are software. It's a software. It's a binary software. It's an on and off switch. And these spirit technicians, when they go in and work with light waves, they're going into the coding inside the light waves, which is holding nearly unlimited data. And they're changing the coding. They're pulling out old coding, like a virus kind of coding, shadow coding. Literally, I watch this every day every day and they drop a new kind of coding into those light waves of somebody that they're working on uh so that a new resonance everybody understands this when i'm saying this a new resonance starts radiating in your auric field and a new kind of spiritual intelligence just starts instantly um replicating throughout your auric field and informing your whole auric field and informing uh the 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 base uh, of who you are so you literally step from one platform onto another platform when that software gets changed. So um, yeah, so people who have walked through hellfire in order to stand comfortable um, in the face of shadow on a, in a world today where everybody can see shadow right up front. <laughs> it's playing itself out beautifully. Um, so those people need help. They need love. They need healing. They need um cleaning and and what cleaning means is um, i don't do personal sessions anymore but uh on inside of all of those recorded sessions uh when we go up to the worlds of spirit teams of spirit beings we jump on uh spirit healing tables and teams of spirit beings just come and start traveling psychically into these ancient wounds into these coordinate points and um, read the story read the ownership papers (laughs) of all the sort of ownership stamps that are there all the codes unravel it change it what they call change it just do super fast work uh, close gateways talk to the owners of the shadow that that had implanted so much coding there in that spot and um close it down just clean it up and do it really solidly do it like permanently this is a really key point so it's not um leaky and so over time when you work with these beings like this um you get solid you get strong in your light purpose mm, of fascinating life. purpose of life is to hold light
1: yes to hold light is that what you said mm-hmm. yes and would you call these wounds in my experience of the wounds and healing my own wounds for I definitely went into those worlds and fought in those in those shadows um and I've been healing my life this whole lifetime um would you define the wound as almost where that code that dark code is where you maybe have a consciousness to turn against love or uh you may have a, a thought to that programming might be to doubt or to fear instead of to know and to appreciate like it almost feels like where we've twisted our own energy against ourself when yeah. I feel into it. Yeah. Um, as far as what these wounds are. And so they're kind of circulating or they're coagulating or they're not yeah. almost like I see them as purple spots. When I look at, in my third eye, mm-hmm. you know, almost like the sun has spots. Um, how would, how would you define what these wounds are from a conscious perspective? You say code what's the human experience of that wound.
0: Yeah. 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 What a great question for your audience. Um, help me here. Chris, Christopher, just just help me with this because no, you're you're absolutely right. So it feels like you trip over yourself a lot. It feels like relationships crash because there's deep wound frequency, energetic frequency, radiating out, projecting out and people bounce off that Um, for a start. Um, Projects fail. Um, Really your electromagnetic field around you is projecting um, chaotic static into the holographic reality screen okay so so realities but exactly what you're saying though that's on the outside when you're noticing it Realities just not staying solid not stepping through and birthing and um, staying stable but what you're saying is that human experience um A constant nagging feeling that you're not enough it's doubt as you're saying doubts and negative feelings um thought loops negative thought loops it's it's really close to the surface and that in the subliminal so it's really really just below the surface and um yeah um hesitations frustrations it's all on that bandwidth um projecting out onto others, um, dissatisfied, just a general feeling of disappointment. And so a lot of these kind of resonances inside of inside of oneself and self-hate, you know, as we all know, it sits right there, right at the core. And if I said that that was just a software and that these teams can pull that out and heal that self-hate, you know, and that pretty much nearly instantly, one has and i'm not talking about like deep 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 trauma from childhood right that's just that's got to be unraveled with a facilitator and that needs a lot of self-awareness education so that you're watching yourself and observing yourself and um self-correcting and self-regulating so but i'm i'm just saying just generally speaking realities get attracted to you that are not not optimal but also um It's very, very, very intense on the inside. Your your thought loops can be very intense. Your um you, t- you know, Christopher, you tell me. Just a few more words here. Mm-hmm. No, I think you're right on it. You're
1: affirming everything I'm you're you're mm-hmm. affirming what I was what I was sensing. I mean, I have an experience and you're speaking to it. Let's <laughs> put it that way.
0: <laughs> tell um, me about your experience.
1: Well, for me actually I was just I just went through what I call a Chiron return which happens at 49 and and in astrology your ch- Chiron represents that your your box of wounds, the, probably the biggest wound you came to tackle and heal in this lifetime is Chiron's placement in your chart. And of course, the planets really are just frequencies, frequency within frequency, within frequency, within frequency, within frequency. So a, a planet in a sign at a degree number, you know, <clears throat> so it's this, it's the stack of frequencies. It's literally like it's code. I see it as code literally numbers zero through 11 is the way my system works but i think there are many systems that can see it from a different parenthetical observation um but uh the best way to explore it is to expand is like you know just when things are going good i put my foot in my mouth you know like you know there's like a self sabotaging moment where something is bugging you under this. Under the, the ways is experience these wounds is something is irritating you or bugging you or throwing you off center or whatever. Um, but in my experience with reading, it usually comes down to a, a major mistake in a past life that was repeated again in a different way, that was repeated again in a different way, like they, you know, so it's it represents almost like a, a worm of conscious wounds through lifetimes through timelines where each time my soul left upset and wishing it was different so the soul's holding on to an outcome so our own fist is sort of keeping those wounds together in each of these lifetimes and they all sort of to me keep you from really just being magnificent and shining bright you know yeah so it feels like parts of ourselves are being held back from these regrets pains memories concerns And what it sounds like you're saying is that your team of light can go in there without even a lesson learned. (laughs) That's it. No price to pay. No, I'm Mm going to show you from spirit. It sounds like this can be untwisted and detangled and healed miraculously, which I don't know. I've heard stories of Atlantis having chambers that do this. I've heard when we reincarnate, we go to a chamber right away and we get sort of showered and cleaned. Uh, Is this all the same? You know, exactly are we all right. talking about the same thing here?
0: Yeah, we're talking about the same thing. And that's that's exactly right. What happens after we pass over? That's right. Going into chambers. That's exactly right. And they uh, they just go in and start clearing all those whole, all those compassionately, you know, like to, to lift the soul higher um, <clears throat> compassionately, they go right into those wounds. Um, <clears throat> yes. So these technicians are very advanced. They're very high authority uh, that I work with now. I got passed up to them over time, but in that first decade and um, they've got the authority because they sit quite high up in authority. Uh, they've got the authority to do a couple of things. I'm going to start mentioning something very advanced here, uh, which is that those soul wounds that keep repeating themselves karmically are being um, monitored and mentored from the shadow teams, uh, from specific shadow mentors that interacted with you, say in Atlantis or say in some other big, huge crash and burn moment, uh, something that led you to that initial rip that initial collapse. Um, and you walked out of that experience out of that lifetime shattered and, you know, quite quite sort of ripped up so what i want to say here which for some reason my my spirit guides want me to say this right now for everybody because it's grown up stuff we can all handle this it's actually getting it's actually there's actually um specific mentors who take you on uh to provide the crash and burn experience and whether they do that on a higher holistic level you know so that you build resilience, or because there is that level, or whether they are just mean and just want to keep tripping you up and poking the wound all the time. And I know this sounds are there both Are there both
1: intentions? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's so right. There's some just galactic bullies to get off on it, and there are some that are wise. I guess reformed bullies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And but the key thing I want to quickly say is this, is that when you do start, I guess this is an ad, guys, you know, to start working with these, I just pile in as many people as possible in front of these beings um, and encourage you to uh, pick up one of my courses and jump into some of these spirit journeys to stand in front of these guys and start the process. Uh, anyway, um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes, because um, one of the things that they do and they have easy capability of doing this, these particular teams that I work with. Pe- the, the reason people work with me is because they connect up to the partnerships that I've got. That's mm. one of the reasons people start working with me, they want to they want to connect to these high guys, and start working with them. Having said that, now, these guys, know.
1: Yeah, you're the woman to know. <laughs>
0: the, the, <laughs> these guys, these beings, uh, what I want to say is they are easily they easily have much higher authority or the required authority to travel psychically down those corridors, down those tunnels and say, for example, find that original crash and burn wound Mm. of what happened. And in that moment, one of the things, as I mentioned earlier, is what they do is find out who was puppeteering that entire circumstance, who Mm. surreptitiously started to leak their shadow resonance into the back door That caused your beautiful auric field to start getting populated with a software that was a corruption software and started to drip feed an idea. And oh it'll be all right, or oh I'll go to the left rather than the right, or I'll believe that corrupt high priest or something, I'll believe them, they must be right because they're a high priest when in actual fact they're just full of you know BS. so but in the back door that software came and but it was being mentored it was being very deliberately sort of drip fed and organized in order for that big crash and burn uh so everybody hearing this there's Mm -hmm. puppeteering going on in the spirit world um on a huge degree and this is why i stay close with my spirit guides because at any moment in time i can call on one of them to stand next to me to look at something to look at me, to look at someone else, to look at a circumstance, and let me know what's really going on. And if if I need it, you know, if I need something at any moment, and I'm still have my my normal life every day. They can travel into my auric field, and with their authority, see the truth of who's puppeteering something that's just jumped into me, and start. What I was going to say was, they go to those shadow mentors, and transmute them back into light that's all the there. actual originating perpetrator of
1: the yep. puppeteering okay yes. so so they reach through the victim if you want to call it that and they Third. end up aha i caught you <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> back to the light so they end up being wow. sort of um very high authority inter- that's fascinating so what this opens up the whole world of so puppeteering is a real nice way and so and software is a real nice way too i like the way you're looking at this because moving away from the narrative of good and evil and angels and demons and some of the christian judeo you know uh, stories that we have around this and you're putting it in more modern terms which is like your software has been corrupted (laughs) correct you've got a virus basically where something foreign has come in which absolutely does influence your logic your reason your motivation all sorts of things what do you have a do you have a big picture of how God created the universe in the sense of is shadow where God's free will just went rogue because they could? Or is God's shadow from your perspective designed to push us towards the light?
0: Yeah, both, actually. Originally okay. this this universe um, was granted to an overseer, a sort of a junior overseer. Who had, came up with the idea of shadow and light in this spirit universe? Not talking about the physical universe. Um,
1: and so God had an to, amateur teacher. I have to teacher. keep remember, remembering
0: your your question <laughs> because there's so well, much. No, well, story no, to kind of deep, to, right.
1: Yeah, so that's a fascinating story too. So God. God had, he's like, take over Earth. And that was an amateur. They screwed it up, but they brought in this idea.
0: <laughs> Not Earth, the universe. <laughs> the universe, okay, even yeah, worse. <laughs> this guy, this 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 being, Oh, seriously, this, this being um, came up with the idea of shadow and light. So that shadow originally was a percentage, I'm being told to say right now, <clears throat> very important to know in the quantum, right, in that huge quantum universe <clears throat> uh, that got... Designed for this. Um, The game plan, the idea was that um, light had an opposite and that that opposite was only held within a certain percentage of a certain quotient in that huge light of the quantum. This is so fascinating, Christopher. So, that trigger, that shadow was a small quotient, was a small percentage. And it was designed to generate an awakening to generate oh i don't like something oh i prefer this um, i i'm choosing now this is really important i'm talking advanced terms here um it, it was designed to generate a moment where from the f- um, very important code words here from the freedom of your untainted heart love-filled heart you choose love from the freedom not a fear-filled heart but from an open innocent love-filled heart you choose love from a moment where you interact with shadow fast forward all the interruptions and boot through the door and no let's let's just go back a little bit so software sorry shadow is a software as i've mentioned earlier and this software in all terminator stories self-replicates shadow is a software and it's self-replicated and it pervaded through the quantum uh mother earth is where the experiment was going to be of sentience of souls incarnating to self-reflect and to um, amazing experiment to step into a physical experience a physical hologram thinking that it's solid because we're just light beings stepping into a physical sort of movie, because it's not really solid at all. And so the experience of a soul being incarnated is just fascinating. So um, so Mother Earth was originally designed, you guys all know Barbara Marsiniak books, um, Hmm. was designed as a library, a genetic library, and it had a no go zone around it because it was being held in preparation for sentience. For the experiment of sentience, and unfortunately, uh, shadow because it proliferated, a just big hobnailed boot just bashed through and just started to um, incarnate and started to resonate and pour uh, its software into this beautiful eco chamber um, of the physical of the physical dimension, particularly Mother Earth, and set up because it knew that this was the crucible, this was the sort of pivot point of where the experiment was going to be of self-love versus um pain you know or separation from self self-recognition um alignment with self versus separation from self so <clears throat> anyway so long story short right now we're we're way down the track with that um the software of shadow is um, and has been and was especially up to the juncture point of 2012 um horrendously um, in control because it had just set up so many layers in the different dimensions in the psychic dimension so many home bases um, all the way down to a very core sort of level in the psychic fields of mother earth 2012 Mm. um, came and a a center core gateway in mother earth and her psychic energetic fields was about to get taken over by shadow
1: 2012.
0: Mm. And that got closed just in time, uh, owned by light, <laughs> yeah, I know. So owned by, that's exactly right, owned by light right there. And then the story of the pushback started and the reoccupation of light through all those home bases and um, percolating all the way back up and, and through humanity. Um, so light's made a huge dent in, in that whole story. Now it's, it's pushing back, it's coming back. Um, but that's we're, fascinating. Well, that's yeah. crazy we're witnessing um shadow playing itself out you know the collapse of huge shadow systems and um everyone can see what it really is on the world stage you know it's just um and and have no doubt that uh, what we're seeing on the world stage is completely owned uh you know puppeteered by shadow in terms of the players on the world stage so um, <clears throat> anyway, so would you say we've disinfected then? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, at, um, at least at the core, it sounds like you know. I'm hey, wondering, I wonder, did Chris, light you know, intervene at that point, or did hey, did humans make a choice when you talk about twenty twelve? Which reminds me, of the Mayan calendar. So the Mayan said it's we're over in twenty twelve. It's all over. So somewhere they must have seen that that was the ter- that was the shadow final takeover, which then surprise. Was there a higher being uh, infiltration? Or was it just was it a and maybe you didn't see this, or was it human beings, you know, light bulb turning off? What what caused that turning
0: point? Intervention. Okay. Uh, serious, serious high creator level intervention from beyond universes coming in. <laughs> Creative beings that are way above the creator being that designed this particular system. Wow. Uh, coming in and going um this is seriously out of control and um to a couple of things christopher just want to quickly mention <clears throat> they come in they're coming they came in seriously out of control and with their authority light <clears throat> excuse me the level of authority of their light coming in and just bang 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 just starting to just switch a lot of you know shadow light back into light um and the original agenda of humanity making choices out of free will i have to let you guys know is still stands it's that agenda still stands that is why um we have to um sort of grow up you know and mature in our decision making and at incredible juncture points of humanity with nuclear warheads you know about to somebody about to punch a red button somewhere or um just incredible juncture points in humanity happening right now uh, and uh, yeah. the, the maturity of humanity as a group and the kind of decision making collective decision making and collective perception of what's going on and the uh seeing what the truth of what's going on uh, is actually and it's part of that is resilience part of that is courage part of that is fearlessness part of that is skill building around shadow and um and that's actually when sounds like a lot of ads you know but when people jump into my uh my sort of echo chamber and go up into the worlds of spirit these courses and these spirit journeys start um teaching you how to partner with these advanced spirit beings on your own shadow about your own shadow and what shadow is little bit start you you start actually seeing it from the spirit's point of view from the spirit world's point of view they show you they teach you they talk to you about it so um yeah so school school building around that and and building up power building up empowerment (laughs) Mm -hmm. um i'm laughing because my last name power and (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) building up real power you know like multi-dimensional power um it's not like we we actually build it ourselves but we're actually and this is a question in many people's minds too um we're actually walking with our spirit mentors it's a team effort guys you're not giving your power away to these spirit mentors they're giving your power back to you right they're kind of pushing pushing you through learning curves so that you notice where your power is and you make the right choices and they help and they debrief with you so it's like they're handing it back to you on a platter this is their training for us and they're there they're standing next to you um ready to like a parent with a child ready to just lift you over a, pud- a puddle right or something um <clears throat> they're very strong they're very high authority and they've got the capability of doing that um so it's a it's it's a it's a key thing anyway partnering with these beings
1: <laughs> brilliantly so it, it seems like that's what you've i mean Your mission seems to be very much centered around helping people, making that connection, being a sort of galactic tour guide and matchmaker, it sounds like, to higher beings, sort of like a a rep, if you will, parachuted on Earth here to facilitate that. Is that what you call advanced spirit technology, by the way, what these higher beings reach in and do? Is that what you mean by that term?
0: That's correct. So it's not my technology, it's their technology. And that's why it's advanced. <laughs> it's, a, it's a euphemism for what they do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it's a very light term for what they actually do and what they're capable of doing, because of their authority and their capability of working with light waves, and their authority overshadow, um resonance. So and they're telling me to say guys, it, it takes a, a serious senior level spirit technician um, to do what they do, uh, when it comes to facing large flows of shadow frequency up in the psychic worlds uh, and, <clears throat> and to deal with some of those spirit shadow spirit mentors in individuals soul wounds in their spirit uh, soul history. Uh, it takes senior levels of spirit to do that uh, because and they've got and that's sort of the technology they use is authority. <laughs> and I'm laughing and giggling about that because it's kind of like has anyone ever thought of authority being a a technology but in resonance like in the world of resonance
1: that's it seems everything. like it seems like it is like when you like when your father said because i said so there was like an authority there there's an energetic there's something about the i am consciousness of god where uh you can only use the powers if you if you know you have the authority if you can own the authority of it it seems like it seems like part of the magic that uh when you can command the authority then you have the authority and until you command the authority you won't have the authority
0: oh i love that the building of authority is a thing in the worlds of spirit the more exposure you have with these guys they are walking you into your higher authority and it comes with a lot of um humility and it comes with a lot of knowing that you can get your toes burnt at any moment you know um it's it's like any martial artist you know they're not walking into um, a scary moment with a bravado because they know what can happen at any moment they've got their skill set serious skill set but it's hard work like in that moment of interaction uh yeah so so um, advanced spirit technology is all about them what they do and all of the different levels and levels and levels and levels of authority that are there that are, are available um <clears throat> so there's many different the, the worlds of spirit is is a highly complex place and um with many different echelons and communities and not just ets and um you know not just the galactic and I'm i'm talking way even beyond this universe teams yeah. um so it's <clears throat> yeah ah. i'm i'm it? a researcher i i see myself as a researcher and you know that journalist vibe of walking forward you will laugh and you know because you said right at the beginning with when you were talking about aries you know that the the um the icebreakers right trailblazers, yeah. Mm-hmm. trailblazers yeah so that's what i do i doing the research walking in there with my teens and learning and learning and learning from them and turning around and um and speaking out loud one percent of what they've taught me and one percent of what i've seen so
1: yeah yeah it's interesting how the i mean if you look at the size of the physical universe as far as the planets and the stars it's a good metaphor for how big the consciousness of the uh, you know the other side is it's it's just beyond our comprehension how large it appears to be. We're just a speck, <laughs> like a tiny dust particle. Um, and our our community, I would I have to say proudly, we're a very evolved community. We're very much on the we are just gobbling up what you have to offer, is what I'm getting. And we're we're not we're not beginners at this, but we are at the beginning of our connection to I think these higher realms. You have a phenomenal website. Um, it's called it's at soulmentoring.com. Uh, you also have a free video how to hear spirit guides more clearly is is that where you would start where should my community start working with you to begin this journey with you what, what do you yes. recommend
0: oh gosh you know so that videos had way over five hundred thousand views on youtube um that particular video how to hear spirit guides more clearly it's a very it's a i think it's a 10 minute video really short but it just gives some really good pointers um of how to flick some switches in your mind and how to uh, sense your spirit guide and how to hear them more clearly because hearing more clearly is what I'm all about. Uh, So that Mm -hmm. video, I would like to offer uh, everybody on this call, you guys um, to come in on a a course for free. Uh, This is a course connecting with your soul. But in that course, there's 26 little five minute little videos, little spirit journeys. Actually, I take you on And um, the course is called Soul Workout, and it's about soul clarity, standing in front of your soul, chatting with your soul, brainstorming with your soul about the next week or about your life and hearing from your soul what it wants, not from your logic, that little 10% logic, but hearing what does your soul want to create for that week or for that day or for your life? Very important. Otherwise, you can be just traveling in very different directions, which sort of happened Mm -hmm. to me once, and I had a car accident. Um, so very, very important alignment. So soul workout for free, guys. Soulmentoring.com. This is where you go. Soulmentoring.com forward slash swan with a double N. -N S-W-A-N-N.
1: Swan, that's beautiful though. And we have the um the link up on the screen as well at the same time. And I can't, you know, I have to say the astrology completely, I mean, I don't know if you heard me, but in the in the horoscopes right now we have Energy in Capricorn, sextiling energy in in Pisces, and what that represents is the universe. I feel just creating conscious currents to align our physical life with our with our soul's intention, which I think is you know a big to me. That's been where I've been lost. My life has these agenda, my soul has this agenda, and they haven't been working together, right? So that's that's a brilliant uh, first step and necessary.
0: Yeah, very very imp- so important. Um, my little story was after that 16 years of deep spiritual practice and be, being a leader in my communities um, with the spiritual practice, um, getting married, and my husband and I trying to start a business which had nothing to do with my spirit and um, having a, a car accident, $15,000 in my car and I came out with virtually no injuries at all. But that night, lying down, someone was doing a bit of Reiki on me and my spirit guide said, stop trying to kill yourself. This <laughs> they literally said that to They're me. so said, funny. yes that's right they said your soul is so bored you can't Mm -hmm. do this you can't take your life and plug it into a business you've just done all of this 16 years of spiritual training you need to um take your life seriously and start working full-time as a spiritual healer which is what i did the next day walked away from a wage job and just jumped off jumped and um just but that's just the story of alignment with your soul
1: (laughs) that's wonderful it's a great story it it sounds like a a logical first step and from there you have courses on your site that can start to introduce us to these higher realms these higher beings i'm assuming um and is there is there a logical uh progression in your path with the courses or is it yes you gravitate to okay
0: there is and i just everybody listening when you go onto my website um you're going to get soul workout for free Uh, and then you can jump up into there's a link that says store or courses and there's a little introductory uh how to talk to your spirit guide which really slowly step by step walks you into feeling energy feeling a guide's energy noticing the difference of different energies in inside and then meeting a guide through these six videos meeting a guide and then slowly, where are you listening to them and just practicing with it. So it's a really nice slow walk through how to meet your guide, etc. little six little videos, how to talk to your spirit guide. So that's a really good little intro, um, course. And then the next, if you want to really hop in the deep end with a powerful course where your spirit guides show up advanced authority spirit guides show up in front of you and you discuss your soul evolution module after module after module with them in slightly different ways each time that's called spirit tutor connection and you can find that on my website as well that's the next step up
1: (laughs) it sounds I love it I love that you're empowering people to talk to their guides and and that to me is such a remarkable you're way ahead of your time you must be happy now the world you've probably been a little bit of a a alone a lone fish out there for a while because you started you're really advanced I mean you're from the baby boomer generation and uh they're all uh peace love and unity and you're like who are my higher guides
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah but- I have been um very alone with this and um you know what I think a little bit like you you know 2006 starting live streaming on YouTube wow I think you're very similar where it's like just
1: like, yeah, you just stay on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I had this, just quickly, I had this um little motto of I don't know who I am. I don't even know what I'm doing, but I'm gonna do it anyway. And I'm gonna walk forward anyway. It's like knowing you've got amnesia, but you walk forward anyway, and you do all this anyway.
1: <laughs> that was me too. It was I have a feeling, dot dot dot. And that's always been, and everyone's like, you can't build your life on a feeling. Well, here you go. I did so it was following that feeling following that vibe i agree uh but i think i let many lifetimes led to this one so i was born ready out of the womb my mom told me as a kid don't get in the way of him and his projects he's just gonna he turns into a (laughs) a grouchy boy so i resonate with that i love the work you're doing our audience loves you i hope you'll come back again and we can go down this rabbit hole because you bring so much fascinating insight and really this this next era with the astrology is waiting for you Alicia i'm so glad you're here with us on this planet to be our guide
0: oh my gosh i'm so excited i'm excited to meet you because uh, i 100% get your depth of expertise um you know the, the kind of brains that astrologers have you know mixed in with that intuition and, and that kind of god flow and what you're picking up from the ethers and fr- from your spirit guides as you as you know as, as you guys read it's like it's just incredible. You are amazing. Um, You're so deeply experienced in this. So anyway, I'm excited to meet you (laughs) too. Thank you. Our soul family is coming together. Yay.
1: Yay. (laughs) Um, And if you all didn't hear it, we posted a few times, we'll put it also, it's in our uh, commentary, soulmentoring.com, Alicia Powers. Uh, And Alicia, if you wouldn't mind staying backstage, I'm just going to wrap up the show. And we can chat for just a minute afterwards, if you don't mind.
0: For sure. Thank you for having me. Really, it's just been such an honor. Really, really has.
1: It's just the beginning. I have a feeling we have a lot of galactic character. To, to, this is our first chapter. I hope you'll come back again.
0: I sure will. I sure will. Thank you so Love. much.
1: Thank you. Till next Thank time. You. Okay. Shout Namaste. For now. Namaste. Wow. Powerful the technical stuff going on there. Hi, everyone. Wasn't she wonderful? Wow. I was actually amazed. And how much she put me into a place of calm talking to her like, uh, because I'm I'm pretty rambunctious by nature, but I felt so calm. I loved all the comments, everyone. Um, I do hope you'll look her up and follow some of her work. Um, From what I've seen, it's remarkable. Also, her videos on YouTube are wonderful. And she's always this deep, by the way, always, I haven't ever seen her shallow uh, in this entire course of uh, studying her and researching her work. So I look forward to bringing her back on again. It's going to be great. Friends, I hope you have a wonderful launch here. I will catch you in outer space next week. Until then, I love you. Live, love, be.
0: It's serious joy, joy, joy.